0: Hello and welcome to BTA Charity Voices podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this series three of the podcast, BTA is continuing its commitment to the charity sector by building on its existing bank of knowledge. Conversations in the coming months will focus on insights around innovation and collaboration from across the sector. Fortnightly, we will bring together charity colleagues to chat about how we're showing up in our organisations today and how we're innovating and collaborating to meet our ambitions. As always, we'll endeavour to shine a light on topics that are relevant to us all. Together with our charity partners, BTA continues to strive to ensure our sector has the tools and skills necessary to thrive. Hello and welcome to BTA Charity Voices Series 3 and I'm delighted to be joined by BTA's Managing Director, Barry Cameron. Barry, Happy New Year and welcome on to the first podcast of 2024. Happy New Year, Annie! Can you believe it? It's the third
1: year that we're getting into the podcast. I know, and I can't been, believe it myself. And it's it's been, been
0: great. It's been such a good journey, and actually, even over the holidays, there I was speaking to people and people getting in touch with me on email or on LinkedIn, saying I've got an idea for the podcast, which is obviously just music to our ears because we want Definitely. we want the sector, you know, those podcasters to benefit them, don't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's one of the main key things at BTAs.
1: We sit down and we discuss what can we do as an organisation that's going to support the third sector? And it's not always about making profit. It's about, you know, actual support and help Mm-hmm. And how we can be that critical friend of the
0: sector And um, the podcast is part of that Obviously year one we were all about careers But we did a lot of them So we, we put yep. that to bed And they're all there for anybody that wants to understand How people moved, manoeuvred through their career And then last year we were talking about things That were just topical in the sector So it would depend what was going on at what point And what started to come through towards the end of that And then the conversations that I've had with people at the, For example the Cosvo conference and things like that at SCVO, is that we're interested these days in innovation and collaboration and what that can look like, and so I know that that's something that's really important to BTA as well because you've got your own innovations and things coming up just now. So we've decided, I think, haven't we, that we want it to be all about innovation and collaboration this year. Yeah,
1: it's been such an interesting time for the sector, and I think coming off the back of the pandemic and it, you know, it really pushed innovation forward. In a real way, I think a lot of charities were forced to innovate when they weren't necessarily in that mindset a lot of the time and realised they were really good at it. And I think that some of the projects that we've seen start to develop over the last few years have been really exciting and I'm sure they've got loads to say about it. And when we were talking about it, I was thinking about a really well-known quote. Actually, it's a Steve Jobs' quote and it says that innovation is the ability to see change as an opportunity and not a threat. Yes. And I think that's such a great quote and I think it's so pertinent to the sector because I think sometimes we can freeze during change yep. and panic and worry. But if we can see this is kind of a period of let's just go for it. And I
0: think that's what many, many charities did and are continuing to do. Yeah, and do you know it's really interesting. I was having a conversation with someone recently about change and how we deal with change. And obviously we've all got our place on that. I'm quite good with change, quite enjoy it. You know, it's my life. Yep. I'm freelance, I work different places all the time, change is good for me. Some people think, oh no, I'm not good with change, and therefore they fear it all. The point sort of is, we are always navigating change. It's just some of us navigate it better than others, because change is always happening. So we are always navigating it, aren't we?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm like you, I quite enjoy change. Uh I think things get stale if you sit too long doing the same thing. So I think it's important, I think, for... Organizations and staff, and to keep your staff motivated and interested, and feel as though they're really contributing to things yeah. happening. Yeah. But it's not it shouldn't be at the expense of stability, because I think stability is also equally as important. Yeah. So it's about managing that real balance of organizational stability. While still encouraging change and innovation.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's been really important and I think the the collaboration certainly came through towards the end of the podcast last year because we were chatting with Jelly at SSPCA and Alex at Samh which I thought was a fascinating combination of collaboration because you would never think an animal charity and a mental health charity had a role to play together and that was one that was just out towards the end of last series and i I certainly recommend that people go back and listen to that because it shows that if you look out with yourself out with your own wee block that you set your own silo even if it's just your own size of charity if you're very reliant on local authority for example or or whatever you see as being your own place that you sit comfortably in, if you stretch beyond that, amazing things can happen. And we really want to encourage that, don't we? Yeah, we uh, we definitely do.
1: And I think funders definitely do as well. And I think that was such an important part of that podcast, was talking about you know, how charities can work together to secure funding, because it's a really tricky time. For yes. most organizations so we have got to think outside that box and we've got to start making those contacts or encouraging those contacts to bloom really into to exciting projects there was also the great conversation with edinburgh zoo serene and edinburgh children's hospital yes. charity which was
0: actually an amazing, also an amazing collaboration. Uh Fascinating that those three charities would fight. And that was one that was out in August. So just go back a wee wee bit in series two and you'll be able to find that one anybody anybody wants to listen to it. But again, you would never have thought that that collaboration could have existed. But at some point that took, you know, all the people that were on those podcasts and that one, it was Ben and Rosalind and Sophie, them to all think differently about how they could you know, do their service, complete their service, but doing it in collaboration with somebody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's it's these things are really inspiring,
1: I think. You know, I think that's I think also for donors and service users to you know that charities work together. Uh-huh. You know, we're not we're not fighting for the the pound or we're not fighting for the government funding to a degree we are, but we are working collaboration and work together to get that, then
0: that's, you know, it's such a, a positive story, Yeah, I think, all round. And your point that it's great for donors to know that and for supporters to know that, I think it's important that we, we remind colleagues within the sector that as well, don't we? Yeah. That you're actually yeah, yeah. not in competition. You know, last year we did a few, as you know, networking events for, for fundraisers, that was specifically yeah. with BTA, and, and I, I hosted them for us to be able to bring fundraisers together but actually it's important that we get back now on the other side all the new people that have entered the sector in the last four years that we get back on the other side of the, the pandemic are getting to know colleagues within the sector isn't it because yeah. how many people yeah. do we know within the sector who we now count as friends 100% yeah and you know and that's when those conversations can happen you know whether it's
1: in a, a business setting or whether it's just in a chat okay. because you've just met each other it you know the CIOF conference, or maybe even just you know out for a couple of drinks with friends, and they're there. You know these are where the this is kind of where the magic happens as well. I think it's important. We do make friendships and socialise with our colleagues in the sector.
0: Oh, sure. definitely, definitely. So when it comes to innovation, what are totally. the kind of things that you, the managing director? of BTA, what kind of innovation are you looking at just now that you'll be able to support the sector with?
1: So we just announced at the beginning of this week a few key initiatives that will really support the sector through 2024. I think we listen when the, when we speak to people, we really listen and the, the things that are coming up, you know, recruitment's difficult and to be able to give people the opportunity to be able to recruit easier, even if they don't want to use an agency, I think is really important. Yeah. So we have a um, a jobs board called Charity Career Scotland and we've decided to make that completely free for a year mm-hmm. for any charity, not just BTA clients, any charity that wants to promote a job on there can do free of charge any number of jobs. There's no limits. And we just wanted to give that back out to the sector. Mm-hmm. We also are doing some top-line salary benchmarking. So for roles that people are maybe... Not just hundred percent sure if they're doing that, you know, they're they're pitching it at the right salary. It can be a costly project to get a full organizational salary benchmarking project done, which we also do by the way. Uh-huh. But if you just want a role benchmarked against what's happening in the market, you know, we're there. You can pick up the phone, you can email us, we will do that. It's absolutely no obligation. We want to do that free of charge as well. And one of the other areas that is a completely new area for BTA is BTA support so BTA support really come off the back of people coming to us and saying look we've got, some, we've got a, a maternity cover that we need to do or we've got an administrator that we need to we need to promote the role for it but we can't afford to do you know a, a huge big campaign for it what can you suggest so obviously we want to help as much as we possibly can there so We have done a very low cost recruitment package for support roles. So that could include any kind of administration roles, junior finance roles, maternity cover roles, short term contracts, those types of things. And we do it for a very low cost flat fee. And we just think that will really hopefully help the sector. And
0: I think for those support roles as well, it's really important that you get somebody who gets charity. I think, because for so many of your, maybe not service users, but certainly donors, their first port of call is that person. So that, while it may be a lower role within the overall structure of the organisation, it's a vital role, isn't it, Barry?
1: Such an important role. I mean, I think you and I have worked together long enough to know that we, we value administrators so, so much. Because, you know, they're, they really are the cogs of what makes organisations turn. Um, and there's, all those support roles are there to really, you know, make the organisation the best it can possibly be. And we should never underestimate the importance of our administrators.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So last year, Fari, in 2023, we obviously did lots of podcasts and we were really delighted that we actually had invited more than 25 organisations onto the podcast that had never really been on the podcast before. Many of them I had never met. You know, you had never met. They happened upon us or I bumped into them. We even had Oscar on the podcast as well, which was fantastic to have those insights. So moving forward... I think that you you join me in wanting to invite colleagues from across the sector to be getting in touch with us, don't you? Absolutely. And I think it's important to say that
1: it doesn't need to be a big, shiny innovation project that they're talking about or an amazing piece of collaboration. It could just be some news that they want to share. I mean, I think our theme for this year is definitely collaboration and innovation, but that shouldn't prevent people from saying actually we've got something we want to shout about yep. please get in touch with us yeah we love speaking to the sector it's you know where we gain our insights it's where we all gain insights from listening to the podcast And I would thoroughly recommend people get in touch with either yourself or me, then we can get that sorted out.
0: Uh We can, because even ending the year last year with CARA from the Junction Youth Work Organisation based in Leith, a smaller organisation, you know, less than £500,000 a year. Such yeah. amazing insights. And I had done a piece of work with them was how I knew that. But such amazing insights coming from smaller organisations who we both know have got, you know, a lot of work to do. They have huge amounts to do. They don't have a lot of time. They don't always have a lot of staff. But actually some of your learnings there. Are absolutely, going to inform others that are similar positions. But your insights and wisdom won't be lost on any of us, will not it? not?
1: No, I think you're absolutely right there. I think smaller charities are definitely at the coalface, and the senior management teams are certainly meeting their their service users much more in a, um, on a regular basis, and and so are much more connected. I think. Yeah. They have so much to inform bigger charities with. Even listening to those experiences, I think, is is really important.
0: Yeah, so we're at the start of another exciting year, hopefully, a smoother year for the sector because it has been tough. I mean, when somebody said to me the other day, Can you believe 2019 was five years ago? I was like, Oh my god, I know that last five years went in a whoosh, didn't it just? But I mean, I certainly hope that it's a gentler year for the sector and that we can begin to like build that resilience again, that all that battling that we've done for the last five years it feels like that we can start to see the results of that resilience and we can start to move forward in an intentional and a successful way isn't it yeah uh, i mean i think the last few years i think for the sector since the pandemic has
1: has exactly been that just exhausting i think is the right word i think everybody's just a wee bit exhausted and i think we were all hoping that 2023 might be a bit bit of a, a respite from, from what had happened the previous years, but I really don't feel it was particularly. Yeah. So we have that hope in our heart for 2024, that it is just going to be a wee bit more, as you say, quiet waters. Uh, it would be a nice a nice thing that getting that stability and that base, you know, to be able to start thinking a bit more strategically and bringing in that innovation and all of those really good things, but we, we do need things to settle yes. just a little bit more, I think. For us.
0: Perfect. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining me at the start of series three of the podcast. And I look forward to welcoming lots of new voices to the podcast this year. Yeah, thank you, Anne. And thank you so much for your amazing work in the podcast. We love hearing your
1: voice oh. every, every couple of weeks. We look forward to seeing what's going to happen oh. this year.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Barry. Thank you for joining us on BTA Charity Voices Podcast. If you would like to know more about the work of BTA or indeed access more of our knowledge and expertise, you can find all the info you need at our website, www.brucetayassociates.net. Here you can also sign up for our newsletter, vacancy alerts and webinars for professionals within the charity sector.